Greatness shows up after you're tired. Let's say it one more time, man. Greatness shows up after you're tired, not when you're tired. And breakthroughs don't happen until you reach your breaking point. Been there many times, man, at that place I didn't want to go on. And I realized that strength can't develop until your strength is gone. You got to keep pushing because character and courage is developed or lost when you decide to keep going or to give up. You see, that's the point. You got to stop and you got to realize that's your breakthrough coming right there because when others that are around you won't, you will be the one that goes ahead. Somebody has to step up and go a little bit farther. Is that somebody you? How many says that's me? I want to go a little farther. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 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 I'm telling you, man. Welcome back to Furthermore. We are so excited (laughs) for our new set. Just take a look around. Take it all in. We are excited about things that we are bringing to you on this set. Oh, my goodness. That intro gets me charged up. I just feel like climbing a mountain, you know? There's nothing that can stop you when you think you can go a little bit further. Many times, all we need is a little motivation, don't we? Yeah, we need someone to speak hope, speak health, Mm. and speak some freedom and truth into our lives. And we're going to do that. We're going to be covering a lot of ground. I mean, you know, when you think about our our shows, we're going to be talking about these things called Big Church and how that um, hope can defeat Big Church. You probably wonder what that is. Stay tuned and we'll tell you in a future episode, right? We're also going to talk about this thing called Big Medicine. And we know that the opposite of Big Medicine really is health, Big Health. Let's kind of talk about that. We will spend some time talking about that as well. We talk about big government. I mean, boy, needless to say, government's way, way too big. But we know that freedom is required to defeat the idea of big government. We're going to have a lot of exciting things coming up. We're going to have audience interaction in our show. We'll have some questions. We'll have some contests. We'll have some amazing interviews coming up that we're going to schedule. Insight on some super hot topics. Stay tuned for what we're going to talk about. Next time, we'll tell you at the end of the show, so you guys stay with us for that. We're going to have some cool merchandise eventually, too. Uh, You know, I tell you what, sweetheart, when I look at today's world and where it's gone and how it's gone, man, it has become really dysfunctional, hasn't it? Well, physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually, we see things that uh, used to be right, (laughs) now wrong. Things that were going in the right direction are now upside down. And uh, this health crisis that's, that's happening in our world is really, really astonishing to me, as I see it in clinical practice. Diabetes and obesity is on the rise. Even ADD, ADHD is uh, getting, the kids are getting ADD, ADHD quicker and and sooner than years gone by. Is it all necessary? Is it all normal? Is it all expected? And it is all preventable? Oh yeah, it really is. When you think about this, I look at the trends right now in America, And some of the trends are going to shock you. I'll just throw you a few just to sort of whet your appetite for sadness. And I'm serious about this, folks. Back when the food pyramid, remember that thing, the food pyramid was started at the bottom of that. You had that six to 11 servings of breads and grains. At that time in history, there was one state, just one, on the cross of these United States that was above 10% in the obesity, according to BMI. 
it took 11 years after the institution of the food pyramid for every state to go above 10% with the exception of one. Sadly, some 50 years later, bringing us to current, multiple states are over 50% in obesity, including our, my home state, our home state of Oklahoma, and many states in the South. It's sad to be the prediction is indicating that by the end of 2050, which is in our near future, 100% of the population of the United States of America is predicted to be overweight and obese. We see diabetes trends continue. One in three persons across the world right now are insulin resistant or type two diabetic. This is gonna shock you folks, check this out. In today's world, right, today's world, one in three children, yeah, under 18, is predicted to be type two diabetic and on medication by the time they're 40. 40 years ago, autism, one in 40,000 births. Today, one in less than 40. By 2050, if the trends continues, one in two. Folks, we have a real crisis on our hands and it's not coronavirus, it's not a pandemic. It is a disaster called the standard American diet slash lifestyle. America is creating and exporting disease and illness. America, our government, is profiting on sickness. We're seeing big insurance now become for-profit where sick people become opportunities instead of people. No more are they looked at as Mark and Michelle. No, no, they're looked at as high blood pressure and diabetes. They're looked at as a payer mix where they can get opportunity to ding and pay, off, pay insurance. It is so sad, folks. We have regressed this stage in our history and nobody's it's talking about down. it. It is, nobody's talking about it, are they? No, it's it's better to slip it under the rug. We, we still wanna maintain our habits and we don't really wanna pay attention to those fork curls, what's at the end of our fork, which is the most important medical decision that you make every single day. You make it every day, three times a day, sometimes three times a day and two snacks. And then that's 365 days over 40, 50 years. You do the math. That's a lot of medical decisions that you're making. Hey, I got a question for you. Can you imagine a world? Just think about this. Let's go back a couple of years ago. Could you imagine a world? What if the United States was healthy? What if obesity trends weren't going in that direction? What if people ate healthy food and really worked on actually benefiting their body, giving their body what they need so that we would not be overfat, overweight, overfed, and under immunofunctioning. What if we had a world like that? Wow. And COVID came upon us. What would we deal with? We would be like, we all agreed back in March of 2020, the young people and the healthy people didn't die. We might actually be able to find people that want to go to work. Oh my gosh. People that want to show up to make this world a better place. We have been given permission, folks, to become sick and dysfunctional and been celebrated for it. No one's talking about it. I go back to 2020 and we've been doing this for i guess 40 years each between us doing this kind of stuff and 10 years together that's a whole decade man and that's 80 years between us we're doing this we've been beating this bandwagon like i, I feel like i'm a good drummer now beating Get the bandwagon America well yeah it's crazy and, and it's like we need to do better than this don't we we do i mean the results that uh, we're we're leading up to here are just astonishing we have hmm. immune systems that are completely immunocompromised and we talk about immunocompromise. Before we go to break, here's a great little video that will tell you the story of immunocompromise. Check this out. So I was watching the news last night and I keep hearing 
these things about immunocompromised people and how they're more likely to have bad outcomes if they get the virus. And I was wondering, how would I know if, I, if I'm immunocompromised or not? I think that's a great question, honestly. So what immune compromise means is that the body has a decreased ability to kind of fight off infections and viruses. Mm -hmm. For example, people that have like undergone cancer treatments or organ transplants are only placed on medications that suppresses the immune system. Other conditions like high blood pressure and high blood sugar also can repress the immune system as well. So if you have any specific concerns, I definitely would schedule a follow-up appointment with your physician and then they can go over like your medical history with you. They would know the most about you. All right. Well, this is a beautiful view. It sure is. It has been said that knowledge is the greatest of all things. And though it is important and highly available through multiple sources, there is indeed something of much, much greater value. It has also been affirmed that people do perish for lack of knowledge. However, the most valuable of all things is wisdom, which is the correct use of knowledge. So, what then is the opposite or the incorrect use of knowledge? Now that, my friends, is foolishness. So here we have the great choice, wisdom or foolishness. Choosing knowledge is not enough. We must choose to understand the correct application of knowledge, which is impossible without wisdom. In order to find wisdom, we must first understand the greatest source of knowledge, which is a reverent and holy fear of God. So knowledge begins with the fear of God and wisdom comes from God. So seek wisdom with all your heart, for it holds the greatest of all value. I love those truth bombs. Oh, I sure do too. You know, nothing <laughs> we, like a little bit of truth. We need some truth. It goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, we shared some truth with you just a little bit ago with those statistics that were shocking on the scenario we painted for you, describing the real true dysfunction. Talk about truth of this world, what's causing it, what's creating it. And when we talk about the idea of remedies behind this, I think everybody knows they need to change, right? Uh, every person that sits in front of me in the clinic consciously doing something different. Well, we talk about this idea of changing uh, lifestyle, if you will, we really have to look at the real reasons we don't change. And this is an important evaluation, introspective. It's really this idea of poor planning. We don't think about anything that we're doing. And folks, if you don't plan, you are planning to fail. And if you fail to plan, not only are you planning to fail, you are predictively creating your failure. And I hope you caught what I just said. That is a big deal. And many times with this poor planning, this whole idea, we make excuses. Oh, absolutely. You know, even we can make excuses for the reasons that we failed to plan. And excuses are kind of like Rosie the pig. Uh oh. The backside of Rosie the pig. The closer you get, the more it stinks. So in essence, excuses really stink. That's just another word for trying. You, you can continue to try. You either are going to do it or you're not. You really have to make the decision to go a little further and pl plan what you're going to do for the next day. Plan how you're gonna pack your food. Plan how you're gonna fit in exercise. Plan when you're gonna turn the lights off at night. You gotta plan for success so you don't plan to fail. Are you a, are you a trier or are you a doer? You know, if you're a doer, you know what I'm talking about. But if you're a trier, 
you never really get anything done. And when you think about this idea of getting things done, you know, a lot of people, uh, not only do they make mistakes or make excuses, but they also just flat out say, I don't want to do it. And, you know, you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped. I mean, we've dealt with that a lot, haven't we? We we absolutely do. And, you know, again, it it takes the person looking at themselves back in the mirror going, why am I doing this? Why am I rebelling against being healthy? Why? I know it consciously, but why am I making the decision to do something derogatory or that I know is going to hurt me? I've witnessed it in my family members. I've seen them lose their limbs to diabetes. You know, I've seen them have heart attacks because they didn't take good care of themselves. Why am I rebelling against good health or planning to have good health? I find that tragic because um, we used to really, it, it still bothers us a lot, don't get me wrong, but we used to really struggle with seeing people not get it and then we would sort of blame it on ourselves. Like maybe I'm not saying the right thing, maybe I'm not communicating the right way, maybe not painting the right picture or giving them the right scenario or setting them up for success. But, and, and you know, we've lost uh, people, you know, that they just, they just don't do it, but we've accepted in our mind, even though it's hard and it hurts and it's a wound, that there is true rebellion there. And some people just don't want to uh, step up there and, and do the right thing and fight through fears. And a lot of that is they, you know, they, they know what to do and don't do it. But sometimes it's really in lack the of, of knowledge. Lack you can't of knowledge. change Bingo. what you don't know. And that's one of our main goals here on Furthermore is to provide you the knowledge that you need to go a little further with your health. You got to watch who you hang out with too, man. I mean, seriously, if you hang out with people that are going to suck the life out of you, you oh won't boy. have much life. If you hang out with people that are unhealthy, you'll become just like mm, them. Yes. People can be toxic. Oh, yeah. And that toxicity can destroy your health. It's funny. We do detoxes together as a group. And you'll find out more about those in due time. But um, many times uh, we have to detox from people. <laughs> Sometimes you have to get around the right people. And speaking of the right people, we want to get around. We want to get around right people that are going to help us make good decisions. And help you say the right things, even about yourself. Just like our friend who we hang out with, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Check this out. And when you navigate through these, these economies with people, here's, here's what happens. We want to hold their hand through it, let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge. Because a lot of times when you're struck with fear, fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze and, and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just going to forget about it and hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances. Kirk Elliott, PhD.com forward slash Sherwood. We sure appreciate Dr. Kirk and all he does for so many people. You know, that guy actually, um, you know, when I was talking to him, he believes, and I solely thought this was amazing, that it's not um, his money to manage and it's not your money to manage, it's God's money to manage. And mm, I thought- Kingdom a, principle. That was that great, was man. Wonderful. Uh, remember our three 
uh, prisons we talked about. You know, we talked about this idea of big government, uh, this idea of big food and medicine, and this idea of big church. You know, those three prisons that we introduced really are binding people every single day. What's that and word? Bondage. Bondage. It is. It's like we're in handcuffs. You know, when you wear handcuffs, I used to put handcuffs on people. No, don't go there. Not for fun because I was taking their freedom away. I was arresting them. It was a yeah. job. It was a career. It was a, job. It was a calling. And I, I took it serious, but I realized that, um, you know, as a police officer, I had the authority to. Way. And that when, when I put a handcuffs on them, you know, it, think about this. They can't show somebody else love by hugging them because they're bound up. The key principle I want you to catch is when you're in bondage and becoming totally dependent upon things like big government, which really takes away our ability to go make money for ourselves and to understand really what the Constitution is about, our freedoms get eroded away where we don't even know how to love each other. And boy, are we really there these days? Folks, I think we are. One of the things about um, about me that we learned in the uh, uh, recent gubernatorial campaign race was huh. that very few people knew the Constitution. That's right. That that was really <laughs> shocking. That was pretty tragic. Mm -hmm. That uh, you know we we want our rights, but we don't really even know what they are. Oh, and we're going to spend some time talking about these uh, constitutional principles. And to that end, we partnered up with the one, the only, the brilliant. Chris Ann Hall. She is a constitutionalist attorney and she is amazing. She's an expert. Yeah. yeah. Just check out this little snippet of some of the stuff she's going to have for us here. Furthermore, that we can learn from. But if we've been teaching the Constitution properly for the last 150 years, we would know what to do. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. We don't have to find the solutions. Because the same solutions that existed in 1789 when we ratified the Constitution are the same solutions that we exist today. How do we get the federal government under control? The solution is the states must fulfill their obligation as a proper check and balance. Look at what Thomas Jefferson says. If the states look with apathy on this silent descent of their government into the Gulf, which is to swallow all, he's talking about Washington, D.C. When he's talking about this Gulf, which is to swallow all, he's talking about everything being consolidated from big to little in Washington, D.C. Your environment being controlled by Washington, D.C. Your right to keep and bear arms, your land, your food, your medicine, everything being controlled has be by Washington, D.C. has become the Gulf, which is to swallow all. And look what he says. We have only to weep over the human character formed uncontrollable, but by a rod of iron. When the government is out of control, the society is reduced to chaos. When the checks and balances are not functioning, then the only thing that can control chaos is a rod of iron.
Our framers gave us the greatest gift, the opportunity to self-govern. And our greatest condemnation today is our refusal to self-govern. And that is so true. The greatest failure of us as people in these United States of America, quickly becoming the disunited States of America, is the absolute abject failure of us to self-govern. We have turned it over to big government, as we just talked about, and big government has gladly taken it and now taken over us. Well, and the failure to change what you don't know. So here in Furthermore, we're really trying to educate you on things that you can do. And we wanna talk just a little bit about how do we become financially secure, financially literate, and how do we make you know good investments? Isn't it important for us to really understand how to manage money, not just depend upon a government check to get us from paycheck to paycheck, but we've gotta learn how to put some elbow grease uh, to the to the working wheel and when we get that money in the bank we've got to learn how to invest it well well and the, the thing is that i i think we need to catch when the government controls you they take everything away and you heard chris and hall talk about that when we have become apathetic and allowed it to happen this is what we get we get this utter dependence upon which is utter bondage from within and this is what we have and there's only one way to take it back relearn how to self-govern and we cannot do that without leaders that are willing to take us further and show us more i mean hence the name of the show and that's what we're trying to do so part of this governmental education governmental freedom that we're teaching you is to learn the constitution you learn the constitution then you're able to manage what you have because you're able to understand the blessing from that which you have the blessing that comes from god because the principles live under it this constitutional republic is given to us by god and as my queen just stated when you look at the idea of being able to manage um you know your finances again it's your money it's not the government's money and so we need to put our money in the hands of people that are going to treat it with care and as our friend kirk elliott says he believes that our money is not our money he believes it's God's money. So he considers his job, his business, as being God's business, what his gifting is. And with that said, you need to hear from Dr. Kirk Elliott. So check this out from our friend, Dr. Kirk. A collapse is like the nine, you know, the, the twins coming down on 9-11, right? Where it comes down, there's just rubble everywhere and, and it takes forever for the cleanup. And then you have to rebuild. See what I'm seeing happening in the economy right now is not a market crash. I believe it's a market collapse and, and you're gonna have to have a reset. There's gonna be things that need to be structurally change with our debt, with our currency and everything else to actually rebuild what what had come down. So so what I'm talking about here is is 10, 10 things or so that, that I think a collapse is is we're getting dangerously close to. So number one, um, the government is telling us that the unemployment rate's only 3.7% in August. Well, one of the people that I get a lot of my, my data from is John Williams, Dr. John Williams at shadowstats.com. So honest numbers, if, if we were looking at honest numbers, including, you know, people on disability, uh, people who have been so discouraged 
from from even trying to find a job that they stopped looking well the government doesn't count them anymore but are they are they working no they're not working so they should be considered in unemployment when you add all those people up that comes to over 24 percent of all working adults in america are unemployed that's one out of four people if you look around are, are unemployed about half of all u.s companies right now saying that they're going to be eliminating jobs in the next 12 months not add doesn't look like we're in a recovery right they're going to be eliminating that's one half of all the companies um as as i've talked about a lot the the official you know cpi inflation rates eight and a half percent so again dr john williams at shadow stats says it should be somewhere around 17 percent my algorithms that i put together in my doctoral dissertation um showed that we're more like 24.8%, but whether it's 17 or 24.8 or somewhere in between, right? The fact of the matter is it's not eight and a half percent. It's more than double that. Wow, what amazing truth bombs from our friend Kirk Elliott. You can revisit that if you wanna to go to kirkelliottphd.com forward slash Sherwood. And you can see all of those things that he's talking about again, so that you can resonate on how to change your life and invest in the right things. And I think people should go there. That's what we did. That's what we're doing. And we're trying to set ourselves up for the future by being secure in what we're doing. So go there for your free consult. Next time on Furthermore, we're going to answer one of those hot topic questions. Is long haul COVID real? What is that? Is it? Is it real? And what is it? You'll have to be with us next time to find out the answer because we're gonna show you, teach you how to get out of that mess. Folks, we've enjoyed our time. Yes, we have. Always. This is awesome. We love you, we care for you, we honor you, we bless you. And I tell you what, on behalf of my wife and I, we are so excited to be able to take you a little bit further in life by teaching you more. We pray that this motivates you, encourages you, inspires you, and educates you to be all you can be for the rest of your days. We Thank appreciate you, you so, so much, much for Thank joining you. us on Further More. See you next time. This is not something that is a Mark idea and a Michelle idea. This is a God idea. This thing right here has a two year shelf life. When we think about the problems we have in America with our food supply, what are we going to eat? What are we going to do? Stock up on something that's going to help you. This is organic pea protein, greens and reds, fibers, and multivitamins and minerals. It will stay good for two years. How many have wondered what you're going to eat if things go south? Kingdom Fuel right here.